Hi, and you are listening to the This I Believe podcast series, a podcast series exploring the essentials of the Christian faith. Welcome to the Equip podcast series. Um, I'm Adam Beyer. I'm an associate pastor at Terwilliger Community Church. Uh, this is our third or fourth series um, season of, of Equip podcasts, uh, which is, is great. It's fun to, to be at this point. If you've been listening since the beginning, thank you so much. And I'm excited with this season of our podcast series to not be podcasting on my own, but a good friend of mine from college, Zachary Ward, uh, is joining me from Winnipeg. So uh, welcome, Zachary, to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Adam. Uh, I feel welcome. That's great. And you'll probably, yeah. if you listened way back in our first season of How to Read the Bible, uh, Zach was a special guest on an episode um, where, what did we talk about in that episode? We talked about the, uh, a topic I love, that's why I remember it so dearly, uh, the history of the actual formation of the Bible as a book. Right. Yeah. And, um, and the reason I would have had Zach on for that is, is Zach is a, a church history buff um, and is continuing his studies in church history. So he's in Winnipeg right now, but attending at uh, Regent uh, out in Vancouver, just moved to Winnipeg, back to Winnipeg. It's where you're mm-hmm. from. Um, and, and I've always appreciated conversations with Zach, especially around church and theology. And, and I thought, and, and maybe part of it is I've been listening to more podcasts. I figured that uh, this podcast would be enriched and way better uh, by having a couple of voices speaking to topics uh, rather than just my own. So, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, Zach and I are, are very new to this, so um, please bear with us. And, and hopefully you enjoy hearing our conversations as much as we enjoy having them. So, yeah. Awesome. So this season of, of our podcast series, uh, we are looking at the topic, um, the, the theme of our equip uh, sessions right now is called uh, This I Believe. Uh, and it's this whole idea of, well, what, what does a Christian believe? What are the basics? What are the essentials of the Christian faith? And so we want to dive into that topic. We'll be looking at questions like, who is God? What is the church? Who is Jesus? Why did Jesus have to die? Uh, who, who are we as, as people? What, what is humanity? What, are they, what does humanity mean to God? Um, and beyond all of this, I want us to also dabble into um, not just the what of what we believe, but the why's. Um, so trying to get underneath um, just these statements of faith and, and really get to the core of them. And hopefully in the midst of that, uh, you grow in your faith. Um, I know that in my own study for this course and this podcast, I know I've been growing in my faith, which is uh, super encouraging. So, uh, so today we're going to start off with the whole, you know, 30,000 foot um, view of, well, what is, what is Christian theology? Maybe I should back up. Um, when it comes to us talking about what we believe as Christians, uh, we could say that that whole conversation exists in a field of study, which is called theology. Uh, and maybe you've heard the phrase theology before, but don't know what it means. So this episode, we're going to talk about what is uh, Christian theology? What does that word mean? Um, and why is theology important? So uh, let's jump into that conversation. So uh, so yeah, Zach, when, when you hear Christian theology, how would, how would you define Christian theology as a, as a field of study? I think of theology as, um, I think it can easily be just pigeonholed as like the heady, you know, how many angels can dance in the head of a pin kind of conversations about God that maybe don't even matter. 
But I think that that's really, that's really wrong to think of it that way. I think theology is an act that we all do, right? Um, whether we intend to or not, because the thoughts we have about God are, are in effect theology. And it's really important for us to think about that um, as we think about God, because our understandings about God and where we get those understandings from, and I know we'll get to that point eventually, um, are very important to how we actually, like what God we're worshiping, frankly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you hit on it there, that, that reality that, um, you know, we can think about theology as this complex um, field of thinking and thought, but there's this reality that we are all theologians. We're, We're all engaging in what we might call theological reflection. Um, and to maybe back up just a step, the word theology, if we broke it down, you have theos is the first half, which means God, and the ologies, uh, which is derived from the Greek logos, um, but it's this idea of denoting a subject of study. So if we were to define theology just based on its, its, its wording, uh, it is the study of God uh, very specifically. Um, and, and in that, we understand theology to be a human construct. So it's, it's us as humans trying to make sense of, of the divine. Um, and the phrase theology in and of itself is not limited to Christianity. We would understand that Islam has a theology. We'd understand um, that even atheists would have a theology, even though their theology is the denial of God, which we'll talk about later. Um, but uh, yeah, go ahead, yeah, Zach. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to jump in and say that like, even with the study of uh, it doesn't have to, it's not, it's not necessarily a purely academic study either, right? When, when the lay Christian, when just, you know, your regular Sunday, you know, worshiper is reading their Bible and thinking about God, that is the study of theology. Like mm-hmm. that is it, that is it in, in its most, in its most basic and pure form is just a person contemplating God through the study of sacred scripture. Um, and again, that is true of all religions. The practice of theology is really just boils down to that. Right. Yeah. And, and maybe that's, uh, I know in an earlier conversation, you and I, we talked about kind of the, the problem with, with calling theology, theology and grouping it with theologies. Um, you know, that it, we, when we do that, we kind of pigeonhole theology as some sort of academic practice when really uh, it's it's not limited to that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's there is best practices for theology and it's the study of and theological reflection. But uh, when it comes down to it, uh, it's not it's not scientific. You know, it's not it's not formulaic. Uh, the study of right. theology it requires a lot more reflection and consideration and just being able to see these patterns through scripture. Um, and be able to think rightly about God. Yeah. And really draw something out of, out of that right thinking, mm-hmm. right? That it's not just, yeah, it's not just about thinking correctly, which again, something we'll get to uh, a definition of theology that um, I, I appreciated. Uh, it came from Andrew Kirk, who's a missiologist and, and he just breaks it down as humans trying to make sense of two givens, God's self-revelation and our human experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think that definition speaks to what you're saying, Zach, because it kind of pulls it out of the rigorous uh, world of academia. And it's, it's living in this reality that you and I every day have experiences and those experiences uh, oftentimes will lead to certain thoughts. And you think about even the season we're in right now as a church, 
um, so many people are looking at the, the coronavirus and this whole pandemic situation. And a very natural question that, that rises up is, well, what is God doing in the midst of this? Where is God? Uh, and the experience that we're being pushed through be, due to this pandemic is stimulating uh, what you could call theological thinking, theological thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it's it's the wrestling of those two things, um, you know, our human experiences and God's self-revelation, um, which is what he said in his word or who we believe him to be. Um, I, we wrestle with those two things because those two things are often, oftentimes in, actually in conflict within us, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, I think, I think you're absolutely right when you say like in, to, in, in today's world, when we ask the question of like, what's God doing with this, in, through this coronavirus or where is God in this coronavirus? You know, that's, that's a theological question. As a, as a right. deeply theological question uh, that, you know, um, when you get down to like the more broad topic of like, where is God through struggle? That's a question people have been reflecting on since the beginning of the church. Right. Absolutely. And I think the issue in theology and theological reflection, something that um, a, a problem that happens is when we disengage from those questions, right? It's like we are wrestling through them. Maybe we're frustrated at God but instead of like really looking to God's word or, or praying about a topic or something, we just kind of shelve it. Mm. And we're like, well, I don't know where God is. He's clearly not here. Mm. And then we're just frustrated. Right. And we kind of like walk away. Mm-hmm. from And it. I think that, I think that that comes to a really important point that we're all doing theology either actively or passively. Um, right. Either we are giving it thought and being careful in it, or we're just, like you said, like shelving it by saying, Oh, God's not here. That's a theological statement that you came, that a person came to and maybe very quickly without much reflection. Right. Which could be a very dangerous conclusion. It's, it's absolutely dangerous. It I think that yeah. when we're talking about God, um, you know, from, and from a purely human perspective, you know, the question of whether or not God exists and what is truth. These are questions which are, imperative for us to because if we just shelve it we're we're walking away from possibly or i would say absolutely the most important kind of questions out there yeah which takes us to another fantastic quote um aw tozer a christian theologian uh, and he's quoted often from from this this is from his book the um, knowledge of the holy which is a fantastic uh, little devotional resource Um, but he says that what comes into our minds when we think about god is the most important thing about us. What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And I think that's exactly what you're, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's this reality of our thinking about God um, ultimately will impact the way we live our lives, the choices we make, the decisions we make. Um, and, and so the, the consequences are, are quite, quite big. But, and so in this, this podcast series and this equip class, um, what we're hoping to do is stimulate some of this theological uh, thinking. So another definition of theology that I think kind of gets at what we're talking about uh, comes from Roger Olson. Uh, he defines theology as the process of examining and re-examining, which leads to Christian doctrine. Now we'll get to doctrine in a second, uh, but what I really like about this definition is um, just this invitation that he's giving us that we need to be engaged in a process and a practice of examining and re-examining. And I think that 
for so many of us, that's what we're doing anyway. We're examining and re-examining. And I think to recognize that it's theology, uh, that that's the practice of theology, and then to be um, maybe more diligent or pay more attention to the importance of that, I think is really helpful. Um, and then as Roger Olson says, that that process leads to uh, what he's calling doctrine. But I'm going to pass this over to Zach. How, Zach, talk to us a bit about doctrine. Cause I, I know your church history background, um, you can explain this a lot better than me. Yeah. Doctrine are the different positions that as Christians that we take on the different aspects of God and humanity and the world and creation. Um, so, uh, an example of this would be that, um, you know, all good Christians ought to affirm the doctrine of the Trinity that God is one being in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, and when we put together all these doctrine uh, or doctrines, uh, what you will end up with getting is uh, a, a, a faith statement, a, faith, a, a statement of faith. And uh, old examples of this or historic examples of this, of course, would be the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed. Uh, but uh, every, every denomination or association has um, these statements of faith, these 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 doctrine um, uh, that these list of doctrine that we um, that tell us what these different groups believe. Right. Yeah, and I think um, can you unpack a bit too? Because I know, like the Nicene Creed, uh, the Apostles' Creed, um, these were not statements; these were not doctrines that came together overnight, right? Like this was you can talk about a process of examining and re-examining. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot, lot of story behind the coming together of, of those creeds. Absolutely, um, uh, the 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 formation of the Apostles' Creed is a little bit shrouded in 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 the mystery of you know history as it is. But uh, the Nicene Creed, uh, which is perhaps one of the most important and like basis of belief of what it means to be a Christian, um, is uh, came out of heresy. It came out of uh, people people who were saying things about God that weren't true. The Nicene Creed right. specifically came out of. Uh, a fellow by the name of Arius, uh, actually a, 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 a priest, a, a pastor by the name of Arius, who was teaching that Jesus wasn't God, that Jesus was hmm. less than God. Um, and the church came out against this very strongly because the scriptures very clearly affirm that Christ is, that Jesus is God. Um, and so in this, the church uh, was able to have the opportunity to formulate a statement like the Nicene Creed, which affirms right Christian doctrine based on a thorough study of scripture. I love that definition. Um, and actually, I think in, in this podcast series, what we're going to be doing um, is looking at the statement of faith of, of my denomination, the Alberta Baptist Association, um, which is a part of the North American Baptist Association, um, uh, not to be confused with a denomination. Um, and what we'll do kind of episode to episode is look at certain statements of faith, which um, I think I can rightly say are doctrines, right? Zach? Yeah, a statement of faith statement, is a list yeah. of doctrines. Uh, right. Um, and some of these doctrines, like the Trinity, uh, like the virgin birth, uh, or the authority of scripture, are doctrine that need to be held very close. Um, and 
again, I would go as far to say make or break whether someone is thinking correctly about God or if they are committing heresy, like I said, is, is, uh, belief, like wrong, wrong belief in God. Uh, right. And there are other doctrine, um, like, uh, the manner in which God created the earth, not stepping on any toes. I'm hoping I'll step on any toes. No. Here. Okay. Uh, I stepped on some toes last oh, night good. about this exact topic, but go on. Uh, well, here else. The, there are other doctrine, like the manner in which God created, um, which are, they don't make or break whether or not you're a Christian. Um, right. You may hold very dearly to your heart a certain understanding of the creation narrative. But if you believe that God created the earth in six days, uh, or if you believe that God created the earth over a very long period of time, we're both affirming that God created everything. And that's the important doctrine. The manner in which is when we get down to the nitty gritty. And these are important things to consider, but uh, they're not things that would disqualify you from, from right Christian thinking. Right. And to follow that line of thought, a heresy that might emerge from um, a creation narrative uh, would be to say that um, God, Yahweh, the one that, that we worship as Christians, is a created being, right? Like that, that's an example of a heresy related to creation. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and so that's the theological reflection leads us to a place where we affirm, first of all, that, that God is the creator of all, which we're going to talk about in future episodes. Um, it leads us away from a heresy that would say that God created out of, out of needing to create us or that, that God is a created being himself. Um, and then the theological reflection that we hope that you as a listener uh, will continue to engage on is something like the manner in which how the how of how God created. Now, is that essential? Not necessarily essential, but that theological practice for you engaging in that thinking, doing research, uh, reading the Bible, um, that's a beneficial practice. Um, and so I think that's what we're trying to get at um, in this episode. Using creation as an example, we could, we could get sidetracked on that mm-hmm, for quite absolutely. a while. It's, and many have. Yeah. Um, okay, so we talked a bit about what theology is. I, I hope what you're all hearing is that we are all theologians. We all engage in theological practice. Um, we need to engage in that more intentionally is something we're trying to get across in this podcast. Um, but let's move to maybe a next the next maybe obvious question that I might have around this is, well, then why, why is theology important? Um, is right thinking about God uh, kind of the end all be all, um, you know, right thinking keeps me from being a heretic. I'm assuming that's a good thing. But when we talk about like life as a whole, um, my day in day out life, why is theology important? Um, yeah. And that's, and I think that's an, an, an incredibly important question. Um, and I think that it comes down to uh, two words, uh, orthodoxy and orthopraxy. Orthodoxy. Awesome. Unpack those. Yeah, yeah. Orthodoxy means right thinking, uh, right belief. Um, and so that's where we get into the def- the, these definitions of whether we are, you know, buying into some heretical teaching or not. Um, uh to think rightly is important for one, so that the God that we're worshiping is true, is truly the God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, but 
also because right thinking leads to orthopraxy, which is right practice, right living. Mm-hmm. Um, what we believe will deeply shape how we live our lives. Which makes belief incredibly important. At the end of the day, we care about how we live our lives. Yeah, right? we do. We want to live uh, live our lives a certain way. And also, when we find ourselves living our lives in ways that aren't the way that we honestly want to, we have to start asking ourselves, is there a belief about God, which I am holding to without even meaning to, which is leading me to live my life this way? And that's getting into the, when you're, maybe we're living or or doing something that we we don't like in ourselves, right? Like, what is it? What is it about God that maybe I misunderstand um, that is causing me to live in a certain way? You know, again, back to the the coronavirus situation, living in in fear, fe- being fearful to, to leave the house, um, feeling petrified with anxiety in a season like this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you need to wrestle through. Well, why am I so anxious? Uh, what is my understanding of God? that is allowing me to be anxious. Do I feel abandoned? Uh, do I believe God's abandoned me? Well, that's not, that's not a biblical idea. Um, and, and so you need to wrestle with those things and hopefully it leads to not necessarily a practice of, of being unsafe in the midst of COVID, um, but leading to a place where you have a sense of peace and joy in the midst of the suffering um, that maybe you're experiencing because of, because of the global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I think, I think that, if we look at, so looking at the coronavirus as an example, we can, a very human reaction would be to despair. This has been a very difficult year for a lot of people and for a lot of reasons. Um, and if we want to peek behind the curtain, that despair would come from a lack of faith in God's hand in, 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 in creation, that God is forming and sustaining and guiding creation guiding the world in a certain direction that it's, it's perfectly good to, to mourn this time that we're in. It's a very difficult and sad time. And a lot of people uh, are separated. A lot of people are dying, but as Christians, right theological reflection about God as being in control helps us to, even in that morning to know that we are heading towards an ultimate good. Right. Um, and, and so, and that, and that can lead us away from despair. So good orthodoxy, um, that God is up to something good in the world, leading to an orthopraxy of not living in a, not living despaired. Um, so that's a huge reason why theology is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe if I could frame the importance of theology in more of a consumerist mindset since that's seems to be the the day and age we live in uh we're we are consumerist people um as christians i think we need to war against that um in in, as we live our lives that it's not about us just being consuming beings we need to be thoughtful about that but unfortunately i know for myself uh, growing up in that uh it's definitely a knee-jerk reaction um and the equip podcast series that we did um two seasons ago was called life to the full which is looking at the gospel of Jesus Christ kind of through a consumerist lens. Um, when Jesus says in John chapter 10, verse 10, that I have come that you might have life, have it abundantly. Uh, there's an invitation there to receive from him uh, something that we can't attain on our own, uh, which is, again, this abundant life, uh, which, uh, you know, putting in a bit of a, a consumerist um, mindset. Well, we want that. 
Uh, now, the important distinction is that it's the abundant life as, as Christ defines it, not as we define it. And I think that's another reason why theology is important. Um, if we want to experience this abundant life that Jesus is talking about, which we could further say is the abundant life that God created us for, um, a, an illustration I often use is that of a, of a car um, where if you want a car to go really, really fast and you don't want that car to explode on the highway, you need to consult the maker of that car. Essentially, you need to uh, consult whoever designed that car to know how you can get the most out of that car without blowing the engine. Uh, and it's, I think as we look at our culture and our world, we have people who are running and doing everything they can to get the most out of life, but they're blowing the engine uh, left, right, and center where our creator God knows how we can get the most out of life without blowing it and getting to a point where we're living in that sweet spot of, of thriving as human beings. Um, that only comes as, as we receive it from God, which again comes through theological practice. So this, this practice of examining and re-examining of taking our experience and, and pushing it up against what we understand about God to be true. Um, hopefully that diffuses to a point where, uh, we're walking in the way that God wants us to walk, which is abundant life. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that was perfect. I don't know. I don't know what I can add to that. That's that's that is dead on. And the need for the for the actual thoughtful practice of theology is 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 imperative in that. You know, we've all we've all you know seen how kids drive toy cars or pretend to drive cars, or if you've ever right. if you've ever been bold enough to put your child on your lap. My dad did that to me as a child, and all I had to go on was in TV shows where you know driving means <laughs> you know you grab the steering wheel and you and you sway it left to right very you know uh, very uh, almost comically, and I almost drove the car off the road, and that was me not right. that was me getting my understanding from the wrong place. That's a, that's a good, that's a good picture. Yeah. So I, I guess I want to land us um, in this initial thought by, by just putting out this challenge to, to me and Zach, who are maybe more career theologians in some ways, like the, our jobs involve us thinking theologically. Uh, well, uh, Zach as a student, his, his life involves him thinking theologically. Um, but all of us, the challenge to all of us is that we need to engage in the practice of theology as a discipline. Um, we need to recognize that theological thinking is happening in our minds, whether or not we, we know that, whether or not we realize it, whether or not we mean to be doing it. Um, and so we need to be intentional about how we think about, um, how we think about theology. Um, and we're going to talk about more, um, how we do that, ways, ways we can do that. Uh, in our next episode, we'll talk about some of the sources of our theology, which I think is helpful. But my encouragement to you as listeners today is to recognize that you are thinking theologically and to do that more intentionally. Yeah, um, it's one of the most important things uh, for the Christian, for the, for the human person, uh, the human creature, for us to um, recognize that this is a thing that is happening and that uh, if we want that abundant life that Adam was talking about, we need to give this some thought. Mm -hmm. I might be, you know, going to grad school to get a degree, a master's degree in theology, and Adam's doing the same for uh, for divinity, and he's pastoring a church, and we're doing it in very uh, direct and heavy and deep ways. Um, but this is a practice which every Christian 
can be doing in their home life and their personal life uh, that doesn't require going to a seminary uh, to do. That's good. Uh, thanks for listening to, uh, to this this first episode of this conversation about what is theology and, and why is it important. Uh, we'll keep unpacking these things as we go. Um, but yeah, hopefully you'll listen in next time. Well, thank you for listening to the This I Believe podcast series. This podcast series is a part of the Equip Discipleship podcast put out by Twilliger Community Church. To learn more about Twilliger Community Church and the Equip Discipleship classes, please go to tcchurch.ca. If you like our podcast series, I encourage you to subscribe to them or to share them with a friend. And I encourage you to take the things that you're learning and thinking about as it relates to this podcast series and find other Christians to talk about it with. We cannot grow in our Christian faith by ourselves. Well, have a great week and may you grow in your love and understanding of God.